found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Tuesday edition of Tidbits, the 26th day of July. Here we are. Clouds. And it looks like it'll stay cloudy through the day. Pretty much. But nice temperatures, about 78 or so. Similar to yesterday. Yeah, very similar. And uh, just a slight risk of rain. I did see that uh, looks like about the southern third of the state was getting pretty good rain this morning. But mm-hmm. nothing much in this neck of the woods. Nope. Let's focus for a moment okay. on the Mega Millions Grand Prize. Oh, boy. Now it has $810 million. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That would give folks a shot at what would be one of the nation's largest next drawings tonight. <sighs> it's grown so large because there hasn't been a winner in three months. They highlighted pre-tax $810 million <laughs> is for a winner who takes an annuity option paid right. out in 30 annual payments. Right. Most players say, no, no, I want all of it, the cash. I want the cash now. And that would be $470.1 million. All right, now we're going to go through some of the aspects of this uh, this deal. The question, is $810 million worth $2? It says not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To start with, your chance of winning the grand prize is minuscule. At 1 in 302.5 million. Mm. Now it says you have better odds of a smaller payoff, like winning a million for matching five numbers, but not the Mega Ball. But even that is 12.6 million to one. Hmm. Put that in perspective, your chance of dying in a car crash. As you go to the quick mart where you get your gas and a lottery ticket, your chances of that are one in 101. Okay, so uh, over your lifetime. Still, a shot at 810 million seems worth two dollars. Oh, but even if you somehow beat the odds, you're not looking to get $810 million, my friend. <laughs> First, that's the amount for winners who take the annuity. Right. But winners get the cash. That'd be $470.1 million, as I said. Well, then you got federal taxes. That's 37% of that. 37. <laughs> 37. That uh, whittles you down to less than 300 mil. What would the state of Indiana want from that? Well, they're going to want, uh, what's their tax rate? Because we have uh, you know taxes here. Some sure. states don't. Right. But, uh, you know, let's pretend. I don't know what it is. Let's, I, I just figure another 10% anyway. Sure. Okay. Probably, I was going to say 20, but. Yeah, yeah, probably more. Yeah. So there's another. And. Um, <clears throat> That uh, doesn't account for the possibility that someone else might match the numbers, too. That's true. Meaning they'd need to divide even those smaller winnings in half. (laughs) Next thing you know, you're not so rich, Mr. Rich Guy. (laughs) (laughs) But $300 million isn't chump change. No. It's definitely a big paycheck. To put that in perspective... Consider the median U.S. household income in 2020 was at 67500 meaning a lifetime of work at that rate would be less than 1% of even the smaller jackpot. But sadly, 
If you had won that same prize a year ago, before the nation endured a year with an inflation rate of 9%, your buying power, of course, would have been significantly higher. Sure. So here we go again. So is it worth gambling $2? <laughs> if you have fun dreaming of a massive windfall, that most likely won't actually blow your your way, but a ticket. But if you need to watch your money, consider keeping that 2 bucks in your wallet. Okay. It's just two bucks. Or you could get Mega Millions just the jackpot for three. Two tickets for three bucks. But then you've got to have that, uh, you know, that perfect luck. Yes. Yes, you do. <clears throat> and then I've got this story. Here's a guy. The owner of Raising Canes is buying a lottery ticket for every one of his 50,000 employees. Seriously. Yeah. So let's uh, hear this. Hey everyone, Monday morning, uh, more importantly, Monday morning before Mega Million Jackpot tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure you saw it. Mega Million is at $790 million. We want to have some fun. So Todd is buying, on behalf of every crew member, a ticket each. That is 50,000 tickets, about 100 of stacks like this. It's, uh, this is uh, 500 tickets right here. So what do we do? Well, we wait anxiously. If we win, we win together. So whatever we win, we share it with every single person. Uh, look, if nothing else, we can have a lot of fun with a lot of lottery tickets. <laughs> so. All right. <clears throat> now, they've got 50,000 employees. Sure. Okay. Sure. Now, if they would win, once you factor out taxes and all the other rigmarole, They'd likely walk away with ten to maybe twenty grand each, <laughs> you know, which is a far cry from what you're wanting to get. Yeah, but that'd still be. I, I did this based off the uh, okay, the three hundred million. All right, which Good. is more, yeah, likely, right? Okay, you divide that by fifty thousand. Yeah, that's six grand each. Okay, so we'll see. It's not bad. No, it's I a mean, nice it's not, bonus. Yeah. It's not walking money, okay? <laughs> because probably a lot no. of raising cane employees want to walk away. Right. <laughs> but uh, again, that'd be all right. So it was $20 million back in April. Now look where it is. And now everybody wants it. Yep. Everybody. But. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know that I'll get a ticket. I haven't to this point. And whenever I get one, I think, "Oh boy, those look great." Because I'll get a this quick ticket. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then you know, I won't be up for the drawing. I'll check it in the morning, thinking that uh, you know, I, as soon as I check this, I'm walking out. Today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, and I'll look, and I'll look, and there won't probably be anything. You and I have purchased tickets together before, but we were shocked at the time that we they did. went We didn't up. realize there was a price hike. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we come strutting in there. Yeah, we'll take. Uh... <laughs> we had to go back and look in the car seat for change. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we'll take. Uh... <laughs> and we still didn't get anything. No. So good luck to you if you're playing. It's always fun to dream. 
But uh, um, you're, I'm always disappointed in who wins. It's, <laughs> it's like an elderly gal, you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the elderly can't win this? Well, it's just, you know, what, come what's, on. What's your... Well, you know, you're already, you already got your retirement, old lady. Okay. <laughs> now all the grandkids are scrambling yeah, around. Yeah. Oh, Mamaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love you, Mamaw. Remember who came and gave you lunch, Mamaw? <laughs> it wasn't Brian, it was me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to say this. All right, if if I do play, all right. and if I do win, okay, you you won't see me. I'll just I, so I, you will ditch everything. I, I, I will. So it'll find come in. This station will just go dark because I'm not going to mess with it. <laughs> I ain't mess. <laughs> call Alan. I guess he won. <laughs> but see, maybe you'll walk too, because maybe I'll put you in charge of redeeming that ticket. Mm. All right, so. so if both stations go dark, <laughs> then you know. And then, you know, it'll be Alan on a trimal cast. On a trimal cast. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Matt. It's fun to dream. It is. Uh, it is. I'm afraid that would be life-altering, you know. It absolutely would be. And you've, you've just got to get away. You know, I mean, like, like this story said, I don't know if you touched on this, but... Um, the median household income in the U.S. Yeah. is sixty-seven thousand five hundred. Yeah. So, if you worked a your entire life making that much money, you would still earn. That's still less than one percent yeah. of the three hundred million you would get. That's a lot of money. Yeah, more than most people, yeah. you know, could cope with. Right. You know, I, it'd be hard to cope with. But it's always fun to think it how you cope. Envision myself with a parade, just throwing money. Mm. But then people would get ran over, you know, it's right. like throwing candy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, you know, with your share I'd give you for redeeming my ticket, you could buy Biddle's Island. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and rename it Matty Land. That's right. <laughs> Big gate. Big gaze, of course. So anyway, everything would be branded <laughs> MP. <laughs> so good, good luck to everybody out there, because I'm, I'm sure many of you listening will be playing. We'll come back in a couple of minutes with more tidbits. This is tidbits. <laughs> Making plans for Matt's departure to the big city to claim the prize. Because <laughs> <laughs> if Dale wins, yeah. I would be his. I would be your chauffeur. Yeah. Or you'd have to go alone. We'd have to make arrangements for you to go with an attorney as my legal represent representative. Can we do that? I don't know. Hmm. Do you know any attorneys like you? Well. I don't <laughs> <laughs> but again. That's not going to happen. So, but it's fun to pretend and play. It is. Now, have you ever had a Klondike 
Choco Taco? I've had a Choco Taco. It's been a long time, okay, but I've right. had a Choco Taco. Klondike says they're discontinuing it. No. After nearly 40 years. Why? Well, they say a necessary but unfortunate part of the process is that they sometimes must discontinue products, even a beloved one like the Choco Taco. They say we know this may be very disappointing and hope you'll try our other delicious frozen treats. <laughs> so anyway, they won't get those anymore. Oh, no, I want one. They look, say it was good. discontinued earlier this month because of a, shook, a surge in demand over the past two years for other Klondike products. So I guess they weren't selling. Would they get stale like a regular taco? Where <laughs> it gets all like limp and... <laughs> oh, pardon me. So anyway, I like Klondike bars. Sure. But I don't know that I've ever had one. A Choco Taco? It's no. been a long time since I've had one. But... So I guess I won't really I miss I feel them. like they used to be on the menu at Taco Bell. Really? You get a Choco Taco? I could be wrong That'd on be that. would be a nice treat. I feel like they no. used to be on the menu at Taco Bell. So maybe you'll be able to find them somewhere. Under a different name, perhaps. This, um... I wanted to play this during a wedding gig in Minnesota. Professional pianist Nate Hance arrived to find there had been an equipment mix-up leaving him without a piano. Pretty necessary if you're supposed to play at a wedding gig. So here's part of what he ended up sounding like. Played it on his iPad. Nice. <laughs> Playing the digital keys with three fingers like a school kid. Wow. <laughs> I presume he probably still got paid. Hmm. It says, uh, luckily, the happy couple seemed to find the incident kind of funny. Most would just panic and be terrible. <laughs> you know? Right. But, uh... What a smart fella. No doubt. You know? So he still got by with playing something. Well, the bride even tipped him afterwards. How about that? Look at that. Here's a Florida man busted for trying to get onto a United States Space Force base to warn about aliens. The Brevard County Sheriff's Office arrested 29-year-old Corey Allen Johnson. There's that middle name. Yeah. And charged him with grand theft. <laughs> Uh, of a stolen motor vehicle. He stole the pickup three days earlier, <laughs> apparently believing that President Joe Biden had gotten into his head and told him he needed to warn the government about U.S. aliens fighting with Chinese dragons. So. <laughs> that war's been going on for far too long. <laughs> so investigators say Johnson drove to Patrick Air Force Base where he was ultimately stopped. That uh, base is situated between Satellite and Cocoa Beaches. Johnson was booked at the Brevard County Jail. But wow. I, yeah, sometimes things happen, you know? <laughs> Man. 
Here's a, and they got a picture of this. A newly repaved street in California is causing confusion. <laughs> the city of Hollister redesigned the street to add a bike lane and central circles on the road. What the heck? Their goal was to add those obstructions to slow traffic and prevent people from using the street as a drag racing strip. Hmm. They were supposed to be slightly curved, but ended up looking zigzag-like and not straight at all. <laughs> it's it's not a good scenario. No. The mayor explains, it just comes down to the contractor. <laughs> Somebody didn't read the plans correctly. <laughs> it was not designed to look very odd. Contractors are now working to fix the lanes with no added cost to taxpayers. Gosh. How do you mess that up? Uh, imagine imagine Market Street, but instead of, <laughs> you know, it being, it's just, just wavy lines going all over the place. <laughs> and then, of course, the bike lane. The, the bike you know lane, that. yeah. This from an Iowa City... Where uh, maintenance being performed on the municipality sanitary sewers is causing crappers to overflow. Oh, no. oh boy! Oh no! Locals in Johnston said their toilets have been overflowing in recent days. Oh no! One woman said that if she didn't have the toilet seat down, it probably would have shot out. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been involved uh, with anything like that. Yeah. I had some friends that had a septic tank issue, and it was just nasty. Yeah. The city said on its website that residents should keep their toilet lids closed while not in use. (laughs) (laughs) What if they do that while you're on it? (sighs) It's expected to take a few weeks to complete the project. So, I just, (laughs) you're sitting there... Suddenly, there it goes. There it goes. All right. So this is what you and I could do if if we won the Mega Millions. This was uh, from Iowa. A couple of women wrapped up their fourth BFF road trip yesterday. Hmm. And this year's vacation to Illinois, they decided to tip their next server. It was a mission. Okay. So they started last Tuesday with a waitress working her tail off. She has a three-month-old being tipped $205 on a $53 tab. Wow. As their Facebook page grew and the donations came in, the tips went up. Night two, they left $530 on a $35 tab, and they left $1,015 on a $41 tab on night three. Jeez. The night four recipient was given $985 on a $52 tab and $1,000 in a Visa gift card. She wouldn't have to share with coworkers. That was uh, just for her. Wow! Total tip for night five, including gift cards, two thousand seven hundred sixty bucks. Jeez! Night six, the final. The women did something a little different. The total tip for the server was eighteen hundred ten dollars. The other servers, cooks, and dishwashers were given one hundred and fifty each for a two thousand eight hundred sixty dollar total. Grand total in tips. $8,355. And all that came from family, friends, and donors. Wow. See, that's a, that's a fun way to go. Wait a minute. Wait, what? 
The women stayed in tents. They stayed in tents each night so they could give as much money as possible to the restaurant staffers. They're in tents? <laughs> wow. But what nice thing to do. You know, they're BFFs. Best friends forever, man. Best friends forever. <laughs> and they went on a tipping spree. They did. Good for them. Here's a um, a story pertaining to uh, parents and the way they talk to babies. Researchers have managed to find something that societies of all kinds have in common. Okay. We talk and sing to babies in a similar way, no matter where you are, <laughs> no matter what the language. Researchers analyze voice recordings from parents on six continents. And the manner of speaking they call parentees appears to be largely universal. A raised pitch. <laughs> Making silly sounds or using a sing-song voice. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're just a precious little baby. Yes, you are. Look at you. Like that. Yes. Yeah. Now Matt will do that in, in German. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. They found <laughs> general differences. Parents in Western societies, as in Toronto and Wellington, New Zealand, tend to have more pronounced uh, parentees with a higher pitch in particular than in more remote societies like the people of Ecuador. So, see, that's a study you and I could have done, you know. We'll start with Matt giving a demonstration. <laughs> yeah. And then, we don't have much time left, but here's a girl by the name of Aiden Jane <laughs> has sparked a debate after posting a TikTok revealing she showers once every 10 days. <laughs> she said in her video, I'm living proof that you don't have to bathe often to look and feel good. <laughs> she calls herself the girl who doesn't shower and shows her, her uh, other things online, claimed the only noticeable difference is her hair would be curlier if she washed her hair more regularly. She also responded to people's questions regarding odor, saying she doesn't smell. <laughs> you know, you don't think, you, you, you know, how often is it that you, you know, like if you're outside working or, you know, maybe you don't, but people smell you. They urge her, of course, skeptics to shower more. She says she'd argue it's better for the environment if we shower less because water is a precious resource. The TikToker said back her in the back in the old west, they only shower or bathe one. What was that one queen? There was a queen that only took one bath ever. Oh yeah, ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your highness. <laughs> <laughs> a little more, a little more perfume. So I don't know. And, uh, you know, then... So I don't know. Why do you go on there and do that stuff online? Who cares? <laughs> really? Uh, I mean, you know, that's why I'm not online, Matt. Well, I'm going to deal just with imagine it. Thanksgiving where she's sitting around her family. and. <laughs> so what are you up to today? Did, what have you up to lately? <laughs> well, I'm TikTok famous for not showering. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and Chris Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Who just won Mega Millions. 
And she won't get any. Nope. Because she's a dirty butt. She's a dirty butt. <laughs> That's what grandma would call her. Yep. A dirty butt. Yep. You're not getting any. So there you go, Matt. <laughs> Some tidbits on a Tuesday. Okay. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. All right. See you, All right, buddy. Then. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing. Leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.